0: Welcome to the Prophecy Club. It is Saturday, 2.05 p.m. on 5-11-29 when I'm making this broadcast. Now, normally, I don't fool with trying to tell you exactly when I'm making the broadcast, but in this case, since Leslie and I are going to Malaysia, I think it's important for you to know when I'm making them because I have to make a bunch of them in advance, obviously, to go out of town. Yes, we're going to have David Phillips helping us make some too, but I want you to know the information I have. So have a friend over. He just said something and it just like, it was like right out of the mouth of God and it pointed possibly in an entirely new direction what is about to come. So first of all, we've been talking about how it may very well be by the end of June, we could see that all of a sudden Iran starts selling oil for gold if nine other countries jump in, start dumping the dollar, and we could see the dollar falling in value rapidly, and we could see the newspaper headline that says, Omer Usher's in Palestinian state, catastrophe hits America, the Trump Middle East peace plan released June 5th, and a big earthquake hit us somewhere in early part of June. That is all a real, very real possibility. However, a friend just said something to me, just asked me a question, just kind of out of the blue, and all of a sudden, in answering the question, it has sent me to possibly see that maybe we have more good time, and time. that's a good thing. I want more good time. I want more time before any of this trouble hits. As a matter of fact, that's why we joined the Fast Track team, and part of what we're asking for is God does soften and delay the judgment that is coming to America. We don't want to see this coming. We've been saying that 2019 could be the year for Omar ushers in Palestinian state. But the purpose of this broadcast is to possibly show you that maybe we've been looking at this in the wrong direction. Maybe it's going to give us more time. Maybe God is going to give us more time. In other words, maybe this is not the year that Trump is going to split Israel. Maybe he won't even split Israel. Maybe this is not the year for Omar ushers in Palestinian state, catastrophe hits America. Maybe we have more time. Again, that's a good thing. So here's what happened. Uh, this friend of mine just asked me a question about uh, a dream that Leslie has had. And let me read that dream for you. And I'm gonna, the point I'm trying to say here is what is about to hit in the next short little time here might not be what we've been thinking. It may be instead a series of suitcase nukes. That's where I'm going with this broadcast. Suitcase nukes hitting America. So this came March 22nd, 2006 to Leslie. Prophecy Club was in a deep financial hole as we have been most of the last (laughs) 20 years and it's not that we haven't been doing a good job; it's all a big test. We know that, and we're going to pass the test. God wants to see if we're really willing to do this, if we're willing to serve His people, or are we just trying to do this for money and It seems like we've always been just like for the last twenty years, just hand to mouth, work our fingers to the bone, we can never seem to get any extra money now. Don't get me wrong, I'm not complaining. God has taken very good care of us. He's given us some wonderful vacations. He's given us some wonderful blessings. He is the greatest boss in the world, and I do not want to discount that in any way. I want you to know if you ever have the opportunity to go to work for the Lord full time, he is the best boss in the world. But at this particular time, we were in a deep financial hole, so deep that Leslie prayed unbeknownst to me one night, and she said, Lord. Are you done with us? Do I need to tell Stan to just go get another job and to just close this whole prophecy club thing? It was that dire. So God answered her that night, and this was the dream. Stan and I were on a beautiful island. We were much older. She said, much older. Stan was white haired, and did the old man shuffle? You know, where an old man can't pick his feet up off the ground and they just kind of shuffle along. Well, she said, he could only shuffle his feet as he walked, and my hair was solid gray. I'm 65 at the time, and I have salt and pepper hair, and of course, Leslie has no gray at all. <laughs> we won't talk about that. Uh, many, <laughs> many of the local people were following us. Stam kept telling them to keep up because we had to keep moving to get out of the city, out of the blast radius of missiles that we were told were in the air. He was preaching, leading souls to the Lord, I was still spunky and rounding up people to listen to Stan. As we walked toward the forest area, the trail became more narrow and the trees more dense. We kept telling the people to hurry. Come on, we have to move quickly. Just as we entered the shelter of trees, I looked up and saw a huge missile hit the city. There was a cloud of sand, almost like powder, falling from the sky. There was a chemical smell in the air, which smelled similar to insecticide. It may have been some kind of a biological weapon or chemical. The smell was so strong, I awoke from the dream. The dream was so real, I could even taste the chemical when I awoke. And I can still smell it today when I think about it. Now, I think that that's saying, our death is not that close. That doesn't sound to me like what I would look like at 75. That that's a picture of probably at least 10, probably closer to 15 years down the road, at least I would like to think. All right, now let's go on to the next piece of information that's very important. Keep that in mind. That's saying that, in other words, if Trump were to release his Middle East peace plan, if America were to fall in 2020, like Shane Warren says, 2021, like Terry Bennett says, if the tribulation were to start, and conclude, well, let me put it, what Terry Bennett said would conclude in 2028. That's what he said. Then that doesn't fit with this dream. This dream wants to say that we have maybe, and I'm trying to look at this positive way here, maybe another five years. And that's maybe a good thing. But today, headline this comes to us from halturner.com Iranian army general goes on TV reveals plans to strike or to missile strike U.S. bases in Qatar, United Arab Emirates, and Afghanistan. The article says a leader in the Iranian Revolutionary Guards publicly told Iranian TV, TV viewers on their evening news that Iran is preparing to hit U.S. bases in Qatar, the United Arab Emirates, and Afghanistan. He also pointed out that the base at Al-Dafra is only 300 kilometers from Iran and said, our missiles will reach these bases, General Amir Hazida is the commander of the cavalry force of the Iranian Revolutionary Guards. Appearing on TV news, the general makes clear what Iran intends to do. Here's proof. And then he played a video. I've got the audio. I thought about playing the audio here, but I don't think it really says anything, so I'm going to go on. In the meantime, Iranian tanks armored troop carriers, and other heavy weapons were video recorded on the roads in Abadan, Iran near the Kuwaiti and Iraqi borders. The video shows the Iranian military hardware moving toward the Basra Bridge. If those troops cross into Iraq via the Basra Bridge, they could physically attack the U.S. base in Basra within hours. Whatever Iran is thinking, If their plans include actual attacks on U.S. bases, they will consign consign their entire nation to the ash heap of history. Well, Hal Turner, maybe that's what typically people think. But I recall, and boy, I wish I had the exact article right now, and it may be that I even heard it on Fox News. But this was back in the days when Obama was still president when the whole Syria thing was blowing up about Syria having chemical weapons. And I remember there was an article, or I heard it someplace, and I've, I've said it on radio several times, so there's no question I remember it accurately. And Iran is quoted as saying that if Tehran is attacked, there will be nuclear detonations on American soil. Now listen carefully, and i look again i I can't recall a conversation very well, but even my wife will tell you when it comes to prophecy i I remember it. I quoted exactly, and I do not miss i 'm very specific, very detailed on quoting prophecies, and I know that I know that this is correct. if Tehran is attacked by the United States, there will be nuclear detonations on American soil now. What is important, what was said there, is what was not said. It didn't say that we would attack America with missiles or hand grenades or bullets or even howitzers. It said there would simply be nuclear detonations on American soil. Now, that smacks to me of suitcase nukes. So now, let's go to suitcase nukes. Now, where I'm going with this is what might be about to hit is not the New Madrid fault. It might not even be necessarily the economic crash, but it might be a series of suitcase nukes. November 1998, we had Stanislav Lunev come to speak at the Prophecy Club. He is the highest-ranking Russian military officer ever to defect from Russia, and he made a Prophecy Club DVD called The Russian Defector Warns America. You can watch it on Watch Prophecy In this video, he stated that the 50, quote, lost in Russia, unquote, suitcase nuclear bombs have been smuggled into the United States. That was the whole point of his DVD. Then May 5th of 2003, Michael Boldea, the grandson of Dmitry Dudeman www.handofhelp.com, had a dream called Season of Sorrow. He was shown suitcase nukes going off in California, Illinois, Michigan, Arizona, Washington State, Florida, and New York. He says, I saw the outline of the map of America. Then the outlines of states began taking shape. As I continued to watch this vision, the map solidified. Small lights began to flicker on and off in some of the states. I recognized California, Illinois, Michigan, Arizona, Washington State, Florida, and New York. Among the states that lit up, the light was rhythmic, almost like a homing beacon, constant in its progression. Now, let me just pause. I believe what he was watching is he uh, taken up above the earth, looking down on America, kind of like looking down on America, like from a globe, and what he was watching is suitcase nukes going off. In that he says it was rhythmic, it means that they were timed. In other words, say one goes off every 10 minutes or one goes off every 30 minutes, or one goes off every hour, and they probably, from his description here, it sounds to me like they go off all the same day. Let me go back. I continued watching the lights go on and off, waiting for something else to happen, but nothing did. Finally, I said to Dmitri, which was the man that came to him in the dream, giving him this dream, he says, I don't understand. What does this mean? Dimitri said, these are the places where those who were sent here long ago to bring fear and cause chaos have situated themselves. They lie in waiting, planning and plotting destruction. They are as coiled serpents looking forward to the hour when they will be loosed upon this nation. But if God's children pray, once more he will delay the season of sorrow that is yet to come. Now, we have already prayed. God has already delayed the season of sorrow and I don't have time to go in all of that, but we believe that happened way back in Syria when the uh, Kerry was saying that we're going to retaliate, we're going to hit Syria with some kind of retaliation. And he, someone from the audience asked him, said, well, is there anything that Assad can do to keep America from hitting him? He said, yeah, they can get rid of all their chemical weapons. Well, that very, just a few hours later, uh, Syria announced that they were getting rid of all of their nuclear weapons, and Russia supposedly helped them to do it. And we got the entire fast track team praying that somehow the suitcase nukes would not go off. And you may be saying, well, how's that relate to suitcase nukes? See, they can't just set these suitcase nukes off anytime they want to. They have to have a patsy, they have to have someone to blame it on. And in our opinion, and it's more detailed than this, and I don't have time to go into all those details or I won't make the point today. But I'd had a dream that basically said this was it. This was the suitcase nukes if we don't pray. So we got to praying, and as a result, we believe that they have already been delayed. October 15, 2004, Michael Baldea had another dream. It's called Eagle and the Serpents, and this is the summarized version. He says, suddenly the snake came out of nowhere, a brown snake. This represents 9-11 lunged at the eagle, representing America, and bit down on its left wing. The snake's strike was very quick and precise. The eagle reacted without delay, clawing and pecking at the snake, cutting deep wounds in its underbelly, trying to defend itself and ward off the snake. Again, this is the attack of 9-11. And the angel told him that's what this is. Just as it seemed, the eagle was winning the battle, and the serpent was retreating. Another serpent appeared. Now, This sounds to me like Trump just saying that they just defeated ISIS, right? Okay, let's go on. Another serpent appeared, having red and black diagonal stripes covering its body, and without hesitation struck out at the eagle's right wing, biting down, refusing to release. After a momentary tug of war, the serpent tore off flesh and feathers, leaving a large wound on the eagle's right wing. The second bite was much worse than the first. And, for an instant, the eagle was stunned. Then a serpent, much larger than the previous two, made of many colors, meaning many nations, slithered toward the eagle, opened his jaws, lunged, taking the whole of the eagle's head in its mouth before biting down. The serpents retreated, and the man who had been standing beside me, the angel, walked to the eagle, knelt down, picked it up, held it in his cupped hands. The look of grief on his face was beyond anything I've ever seen in my life. Just seeing the look on the man's face broke my heart. The man continued to look down at the eagle with a pained face said, the true tragedy is that at any moment it could have sought the safety of the above. It could have soared toward the heavens and would have found its protection. This has been revealed to you that you may know that the first bite, meaning 9-11, has happened. The second bite is yet to come, and the third bite will be its destruction. One thing I feel like I need to share with you is that the second bite seemed to come from an unexpected place. The second bite seemed to come from an unexpected place. So what's going on right now? Well, we are about to go war with Iran. The Iran that said that if Tehran is attacked, nuclear detonations will go off on American soil. I do not think that Iran has control of these suitcase nukes. I think they came from Russia, but what I was told in my dream is the people that are controlling them are actually international bankers. But they have to have a patsy. They have to have a person or a nation to blame it on. Here's the answer. January 9, 2005... I was shown a dream. I call it The Next 9-11 Attack. It's on the Prophecy DVD dated October 2007, and the name of the DVD is called The Next 9-11 Attack, that it would be a series of suitcase nuclear explosions all across America. International bankers would use sophisticated bombs, experts in several cities with one hitting a regional bank, destroying the records and their backups. This would put billions of dollars into the hands of the international bankers while throwing America and her economy into a free fall. An example of the above bankers' take-all plan was reported after Hurricane Katrina. After the flood, the waters of the disaster receded. The people went to the bank for the money. The bank told them, well, we lost all of our records in the the bank records in the flood. But now, if you have proof that you had funds in the bank, we're happy to give it to you. Well, the people said, well, we lost all of our records in the flood, too. So the bankers said, well, if you can't prove you don't have the money, then we can't give it to you. And I think that's where the bankers hatched the idea of taking out the records of both the owners and the bank. And that way the bank gets to keep all of the money. I recorded the dream on my recorder, went back to sleep. The dream continued, though. I saw a second dream. Two people in long black robes. These are the kind of robes that you see like Muslim women wear and judges and nuns and such like that. They were walking, one behind the other. I could not see their faces, but my impression was that they were spiritual leaders, like maybe Muslims or something, trusted by those people around them. They were carrying a galvanized bucket about the size of a five-gallon bucket, suspended between them on a wooden pole. It had what looked to be like soapy water in the bucket, and inside the the water, or the soapy water, was a bomb. They were carrying it through a crowd. The people were laughing, dancing, and partying like a fiesta. At that time, I didn't know that the way you transport a nuclear device is in a certain kind of mixture of, of water. I think you call it heavy water. I'm not an expert on this. But... It looks like soapy water. I didn't know that until sometime later when someone came up and explained it to me. Then in 2005, former Congressman Kurt Weldon, vice chairman of the House Armed Services Committee, uncovered a plot to set explosives in 10 cities. When he could not get the authorities to act, he published the information in a book called Countdown to Terror, I Have the Book. The 10 cities he listed were Valdez, Alaska, Los Angeles, California, Las Vegas, Nevada, Boston, Massachusetts, New York City, Washington, D.C., Philadelphia, Chicago, Miami, and Houston. In February 2013, Doug Metzger came and spe- spoke at the Prophecy Club. He made a DVD called, Will You Survive America's Fall? All these DVDs are on watchprophecyclub.com, or you can get the disc at prophecyclub.com, in which he reports He was shown a vision of suitcase nukes hitting Los Angeles, New York City, Las Vegas, Washington, D.C., Chicago, San Francisco, Houston, Seattle, Orlando, Dallas, Atlanta, and Denver. Then Augusto Perez had a vision. He said, I was watching TV when all of a sudden I started to see on the television screen very large explosions taking place in major cities of the United States. They appeared to be very large. You know, like maybe small nuclear explosions. Many people died from these explosions. I could see the news reporters reporting the explosions and saying how many people had died. I saw the scene in the television change, twice. As they were reporting from different cities, in the background, I could see the debris of the explosions and the smoke coming out of it. I also heard the sirens blaring loudly in the background. The Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. Now, as I was reading some of those cities, you probably said, okay, some of these are confirmed. Well, here comes some more. Let me summarize. Kurt Weldon saw Los Angeles, New York, Las Vegas, Miami, Chicago, Washington, D.C., Houston, Boston, Philadelphia, Valdez, Alaska. Michael Boldea saw California, New York, Illinois, Arizona, Washington State, Florida, Michigan. Doug Metzger saw Los Angeles, New York City, Las Vegas, Washington, D.C., Chicago, San Francisco, Houston, Seattle, Orlando, Dallas, Atlanta, Denver. And another prophet saw Los Angeles, New York, Miami, Washington, D.C., Chicago, and Phoenix. In the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. Could it be, brothers and sisters, that what we're about to see with the Ron, that maybe we do get into a conflict with Iran. And so the international bankers set off the suitcase nukes and blame it on Iran. And that's the second snake bite. See, our current problems right now are many. Bible says that when we are following God's laws, he gives us peace, even with our enemies. So what are our current problems. Well, let's see, we have oil for gold through Iran and nine other nations that could collapse the value of the dollar. We also have Iran having stated that if Tehran is attacked, nuclear detonations will occur on U.S. soil. Could be the suitcase nukes. And now Stanislav Lunev said that he knew that there was somewhere in the ballpark of 20 suitcase nukes Already secreted away in America. Then we have the 94,000 arrests that could take place, according to Q, they take place in the month of May. 94,000 arrests could and probably will cause rioting in the streets, the collapse of the federal government. Then we have the Trump Middle East peace plan that may split Jerusalem. If it does, We can count on God splitting America. Then we also have an immigration invasion on our southern Mexican border. Military men from several different nations pouring into our nation, possibly to be armed for combat. Then we have the Venezuelan problem. Cuban uh, mercenaries, probably around 2,500 of them they estimate, backed by Russia, propping up, a communist Venezuelan government, which may be one of the two countries that Dimitri could not remember that will attack America, and Michael Boldea and I both agree it probably is Venezuela as one of them. Then we have North Korea. North Korea probably has not had and doesn't have the finances, the material, or the knowledge, or the skill, or the wherewithal to make any kind of missiles. Probably we have long been thinking that they're actually coming from either China or Russia. However, this week we just found out that it is probably Russia supplying these missiles to North Korea. Why? I saw on Fox News two different congressmen say that the three recent missiles fired by North Korea were solid rocket propulsion, and looked very much like old Russian missiles. In other words, like kind of old and outdated, so they just gave them or sold them or traded them or something like that to North Korea. Well, the same day that North Korea fired three missiles, America fired two missiles, one from land, one from a submarine. Does that sound like threats of war to you? Kind of like, I dare you to do this. Well, I dare you to step across that line. I double-dog dare you to step across that line. China just pulled back some promises made toward trade agreements. And Trump increased tariffs on China from 10 to 25% on $200 billion worth of Chinese goods. And it doesn't stop there. He's also threatened to increase the other $325 billion up to 25%. So Trump is putting pressure on China like crazy, so China could very easily be very cooperative making problems for America. And as a result of these failed trade negotiations, China has vowed to retaliate. Trade talks, they say, will continue in a few weeks, but the point is, could part of China's retaliation be trading oil for gold, dumping the U.S. dollar? And I've heard from other sources that China has warehouses full of U.S. dollars, warehouses full of them. China might start dumping dollars, along with, according to what the vision from Shane Warren said, India, Syria, Indonesia, Turkey, Iran, Saudi Arabia, Pakistan, Egypt, and Russia, so all of a sudden, these countries start trading oil for gold, gold for oil, going around the dollar. That could also crash the dollar. The world would no longer need as many dollars and could begin to flood the market with excess dollars, dropping the value of the dollar, potentially fulfilling Shane Warren's vision of dollars blowing in the wind as worthless as leaves. Now, the point of this broadcast is to say it may very well be that we have some more time on Omar ushers-in Palestinian state. It may be that our trouble with Iran is about to set off suitcase nukes all across America. I encourage you to pray that God will soften and delay the judgment that is assigned upon our beloved nation. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your gifts of support. God bless. In 2017, I memorized the book of Revelation. God showed me a single word, firstfruits is a secret door found in Revelation and Leviticus. When linked together, the end-time events can be placed in chronological order. For the first time, we can know what feast Jesus returns on, the feast for the judgment seat of Christ on the great white throne, the feast upon which the wheat is resurrected, and on the day the new Jerusalem comes down to earth. And even though I've been in Bible prophecy for 40 years, I freely admit to you that I knew nothing that is revealed in this book supernaturally. So you probably know nothing that is in this book. One prophetic word said, there is a lock that I have put over a word in the book of Revelation that I'm going to open unto you. It will turn many books written on the end time message into obsolete books. That's this book. Don't get one for twenty dollars, instead get five for thirty or ten for fifty-five. Or a new case price, 60 books for $250. That's 60 books in a case for $250. The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy at prophecyclub.com.